Dr. Rick here dropping in on you. Hope everybody is having an unbelievable uh, start to your week. It's Tuesday and hopefully you're focused and no matter where you're at right now, just remember that if you're still breathing, you're still in the fight. Um, What I want to do today is I'm going to talk to you about something that is not going to be for everybody. Uh, But for those of you who want to be phenomenal, extraordinary, exceptional, elite in any area in life in which you are operating, it's important that you pay attention to what I'm going to share with you now, because there's a path to being great. There's a passion. There's a path to being exceptional. Um, The problem is very few people ignite what is necessary. Very few people access and activate what's necessary. Very few people uh, execute the necessary uh, particulars that are required to excel at a level that produces greatness. There are a lot of things that get in the way of your pursuit to Uh, be remarkably exceptional in this world, to leave an imprint into this world, to occupy a space in a way that separates you from most people. Uh, And some people simply don't have a desire. Some people are okay with being in the pool of being average uh, and what that means is you're just where everybody else is. And there's a level of comfort that comes with being average. There's a level of comfort that comes from being mediocre. Uh, It's acceptable now. I mean, you know, schools set the stage for the normalization of being average. And they do that by saying, okay, here's your work and you can get anywhere from an A to an F and anything from an A to a D is passing, meaning that it's acceptable. And so that you can go in and you can do less than the person who's doing the work to get an A and you can still graduate with a diploma from high, let's say high school, graduate from a diploma from high school that says you successfully completed your course of study. But at the same time, there's another person who has successfully completed at a high level. 
Now, what they don't tell you when they are preparing you or normalizing this mindset or this philosophy is that when you get out in the world, life is not going to treat you equally to the person who is investing in themselves and putting in the work and grinding hard enough to make the A. You're not going to win at the level they're going to win at. You're not going to be rewarded at the level they're going to be rewarded at. You're not going to experience life at the level they're going to experience it. You cannot have a D mentality or C mentality and experience a living. That's not how it works, but that's how they give it to you. You walk across the same stage with a D, D average in high school as the person who walks across with an A average. Same thing when you walk, walk in college. If you meet the requirements of successful completion, whatever that particular university is, it doesn't matter whether it's a 2.4 or a 4.5, you're going to walk across the same stage. Now, they're going to have a different type of regalion that represents the level at which they graduated. You know, some are going to be summa, some are going to be magna, uh, but, you know, they're going to have that cum laude and you, you're just going to walk across, but you're going to still get a diploma. You're going to still March, you're going to still have that memory. But the thing is, did it prepare you for what's coming in life? And that's at anything and anything you do on the field. You know, that's why I don't believe in participation trophies for kids. Why? Because it teaches them if I just show up and be there, I'm going to be celebrated in the same way as the person who got out there and performed at an excellent level. And that's not life. Life doesn't do that. Life is not going to give you a participation trophy. Life is going to ask you, what do you want? You're going to tell life what you want. And then life is going to make a counter demand. If you don't meet those demands, you don't get what you want. It's that simple. So in other words, if you're going to be the best, and, and my thing is, you know, uh, my thing is, anything that I've ever set my mind out to do, if I'm going to do it, my goal is to be the best. Have I always been the best? No. But what I can tell you is people can look at my work ethic and see why I excel. And then many times people considered me to have overachieved is because I'm putting in the work. I am making the sacrifices. I am doing the things that are necessary to move me in a place. I am operating in places where people are perceived to be better, but I'm outperforming them because I'm putting in the work. I'm looking at is what, what, what is required, and then I'm saying I'm going all in. I'm committed. So anything you enter into, I don't care what it is, whatever industry you're in, whatever uh, niche you're operating in, you should want to be the best. You should want to look at who are the top performers. You should look at what they're doing, and you say, I got to do more. Why? Because that places you in this elite position where you excel, where you make your uh, – uh, where you make your presence felt. Now, let me explain something to you. When I go out and my desire is to be the best at something, it's not for me competing against nobody else because the people who are in my industry, who I decided I wanted to be better than, are people I actually look up to. I'm not competing with them, but I just hold myself to a standard. Don't operate in a space where you're not at least trying to be the best. You may never get that. I'm sure it was a bunch of people that were trying to be as good as Mike, trying to be as good as Kobe, trying to be as good as LeBron. That were never, but that's going to get you to your A space. Your A space may not be as good as their A space, but it's an A space. It's where you're at your best. But if you're sitting around saying, man, I'm never going to get there, so why go out, go out there and do all of that? Why? And then you'll never be your best self and you'll never see the fullness of your potential uh, expressed and activated, a actualized in a way that it leaves an impact on the world. You're going to have to want to go out there and be the best. So your desire has to be the best. And the way you become the best is that you got to look at what's being done and you got to commit to yourself to do the work. Most people are not 
ready to go all out. Most people aren't ready to make the sacrifices. Most people aren't ready to sit up and put aside all of the things that they enjoy doing for a goal that is requiring so much of them. And so what you get is a partial fulfillment. And that's okay for some people, because let me tell you something. Here's what I can tell you. It requires some sacrifices. Okay. When, when I'm doing what I do, when I'm doing what I've mastered, I can operate in the normal, what I call the normal realm. When I've mastered something, I become so efficient at it that I can do it and I can operate in what I call the normal realm. What is the normal realm? I'm spending time with my wife. I'm spending time with my kids. I'm, 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 at, I'm doing all the things. I'm, I'm at family events. I'm doing all of these things. And it, it, but when I'm when I make, make make up in my mind that I'm entering into a new space where it requires me to master something, where it requires me to elevate myself, where it requires me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to my wife, and my wife will tell you this. I'm gonna go to my wife and say, "Hey, look, for the next X amount of blah blah blah, this is where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be committed in this. So we probably won't have a whole lot of time together. We're probably not gonna spend a whole lot of evenings together. It's gonna be something I'm going all in. It may be a what I call a hell week. Sometimes it may be several months, but the goal is I'm out to do something, and I've got to be the best that I can possibly be. And so it's going to require more time. It's going to require more focus. It's going to require me to step back. Can you pick up the slack until I finish? When I finish, I promise I'll be back and I'll relieve you of even more of what you're doing, but I've got to go out and get this. I've got to go out and master this. And, 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 and you've heard me say before, that I live my life on full so that I die on E. What does that mean? That means I don't want to get to the end of this thing and look back over my life and say, I wish I would have done more. I don't want that regret. So what am I going to do? I'm going to give it all that I have each and every day, but I'm going to put a standard on it. I'm not just out working to be working. I'm out working with the purpose of rising to the top, to being the cream of whatever is going on in this industry, to be exceptional, extraordinary, phenomenal in what I do, to do it in a way that even those who are exceptional and maybe better than me can't do it because I'm doing it from the identity of my gift. And so I'm operating in a way, I'm operating in a space that others are operating in, and I'm operating at an exceptional level, but I'm doing it from a space that represents and identifies and connects with my uniqueness. That uniqueness separates me in a way that no matter how good you get, you can't touch me. Why? Because you're not me. But I have to be willing to rise to the top because when I'm not living in the fullness of who I am, it's easy for people to see how I'm winning and emulate what I'm doing and steal from me in the process and never be able to be fully what I can be but now they're all in the space. And I don't have a problem with anybody doing anything that I do. I teach people to do what I do. But what I'm saying is when I'm operating in a uniqueness, I teach people to operate in theirs. So even though you're doing exactly what I'm doing, you're not gonna be doing it like I'm doing it because you're not me, you're you, do you. Do you use the principles, use the patterns, but do you? It's going to create a unique space. That's one of the most powerful ways that you build value in any industry is that you do it in a way that's unique to you so that if a person wants it the way that you give it, they have to come to you. But first and foremost, you've got to get out of the mindset that I'm just going to mull over. Let me tell you something. Edward Bernard, uh, uh, George Bernard Shaw said, 
that those who get on in this world are those who wake up in the morning, go out and find the opportunities that they need and that they're looking for. If the opportunity does not exist, they create it. In other words, they're on their grind. They're waking up. They're not making excuses. That's something that you have to stop doing. No, it's not going to be easy. No, everybody that you look to for help is not going to help you. Yes, there are going to be a lot of people who are in your present and current periphery who are not going to believe in you. There are going to be a lot of people who are going to sit up and tell you you're going to fail. There are going to be a lot of people who are going to sit up and literally wish and pray for your demise. There are going to be a lot of people who will find every reason in the book to whisper the sweet nothings of negativity in your ear, hoping that it will shut you down. You've got to rise above all of that. You've got to make it up in your mind that no matter what happens, you're going to push forward. Let me tell you something. I didn't get to where I gotten and, and, and back again by sitting up and, 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 and having everything happen to me and everything go perfect. I'm telling you, I've met challenges. I've had setbacks. I've had frustrations. I've had dark moments. I've had situations where I'm looking at it and it's so huge that I don't have a clue. But all I know is that I'm standing in front of a challenge. I'm built for it. That's how God did it. He gave me and prepared me to stand in front of every obstacle and win. It's nothing that I've ever been placed in front of or had anything placed in front of me that I could not overcome. But I had to understand that it's going to require me to put in some work. It's going to require me to make an investment in myself. Just like people come to me and hire me, I have hired people to get me to places as fast as I can possibly get. Now, there have been other times that I put in the work. When, 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 when I had to rebuild, I didn't have it to give to anybody. I had to go out and get it. I had to go out. And that's the beautiful thing. Life and it, the expanse of this world, the expanse of the universe is your library. What I have found out is there's absolutely nothing I wanted to do that I could not find the answer to how I was going to do it. There's nothing that I want to achieve that I could not find the answer to how I was going to achieve it. The problem comes when you look at it and you balk on it because you see that it's going to require some work. It's going to require some sacrifice. Let me tell you something. There are going to be some times that relationships are going to suffer. You're going to have to tell your cousins, your boys, the people you hang out with. And like I said, even there, sometimes you're going to sit down with your your spouse, your mate, and say, look, I know that we normally do this every Tuesday. I know that we normally do this every Friday. I know that we normally go on a trip this time of year, but right now I've got to hunker down. Right now I've got to beat on my craft. Right now I've got to invest in myself. Right now I've got to go hard in the paint. It's about winning. If you're not in life to win, why are you here? Too many people have accepted simply existing. They have accepted to they have accepted simply existing as a, 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 a normal course of of life. So I'm not in this to win. I just I'm just happy to be here. And it's far too many people who aren't carrying out. And the problem is that most of these people are having children and they're setting an example of settling and compromising in life that these children follow behind. And we wonder why society is on a decline because nobody is challenging themselves and thereby subsequently failing to challenge their children. And what we're getting is a bunch of people who are simply trying to survive. And that's not the life you want to live. You can't make winners don't make excuses. Let me tell you something. I'm, I'm going to take you into space. I've told some I've shared this before. It's nothing new. Let me tell you something. 
I had plenty of opportunities to quit. When I woke up and, and, and realized for the first time in my life that, 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 that I wasn't on top anymore, that I was literally probably close to the bottom as you can get. When I woke up in, in the morning and I've got snow on top of me, when I wake up in the morning and there's no place in the future that I can see that I'm going to be able to rest my head, but I got to get up and go get it because I don't have time to figure all of this. I, I've got to get it. So I'm waking up instead of whining and complaining and making excuses. I'm working. I'm grinding. I'm pushing. I'm finding a way to fit and make something happen. I could have folded. I could have quit. I could have sit up and said, it's over. I had a nice run, but it's over now. I guess I've got to go and find my space in just being average. No, I said, this is going to be the thing that catapults me into the next phase of my life. I'm going to find greatness in this darkness. I'm going to come out of it. I'm going to make a move and I'm going to be able to touch lives because of it. I am never going to sit down and settle. I'm never going to sit down and accept something because it's not what it, because, because things are going bad for me. I'm not here because everything is going right. I'm here because I didn't quit. Hey, people tell me all the time, well, Doc, you've written this many books. Doc, you have this many degrees. Doc, you've got this many. Of course, it's going to be that way for you. Well, I didn't start out with any of those things. I started out with a vision. And I made up in my mind that if I'm going to do something, I'm going to be the best I could possibly be at it. I made up my mind that I'm going to sit up and I'm going to grab a hold of something and I'm not going to let go until I finish it. Once I make up in my mind that I'm going to have it, I got two choices. I'm going to get it. I'm going to die trying. There are no other options. There is no plan B. There is no other. I'm going to win. You get to a point when you made up in your mind that you're going to win. You get to a point when you made up in your mind that there's no quitting you. You get to a point when you made up in your mind that you're going to rise to the to the height of, 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 of being exceptional and extraordinary. That's a point where you get there and you look up and you know that there are people li literally holding their breath, waiting on you to fail. And you can just sit up and look at them. But you better breathe. You're going to sit there and suffocate. You better breathe because I am not going to lay down. Look, I'm going to leave you on this. There comes a point where you've got to go all in. There comes a point where you got to put it out there. There comes a point where you got to put all the fear and the trepidation and apprehension that's that's there because you're afraid of this might happen. You're afraid. What, what, what if I don't succeed? What if you do? You're afraid. What if people laugh? What if they do? If people ask me, well, how did you get to the point when you start talking about doing crazy stuff? When you talking about being an athlete uh, in the second stage, when you when you left being an athlete as a youth and you came back at, at the end of your 20s and into your 30s and you decided you were going to compete again. And, and I'm pretty sure a bunch of people are laughing and, and everything like what did you uh, when you decided that you were going to start another company after this company? Then when you were flat on your back and you what happened in all those instances where you were able to get past all the naysayers and all the people laughing and all the people saying negative stuff? Well, see, the first thing you got to do to be strong, see, you have to be strong. 
in order, you got to be psychologically, mentally, spiritually strong in order to get past all of the things that are gonna be, it's going to be people who are going to talk about you. It's going to be people who are going to laugh at you. It's going to be people who are literally wishing for your demise. That's going to be all the, it's going to be a bunch of things out there. And in order to be able to move without being affected by all that negativity of being, being concerned with their opinions of you and all, you got to be strong, but how do you become strong? You got to get over yourself. That, that, that's what happened is I got over myself. I put my ego aside. But see, your ego will have you being concerned with what other people think. Your ego will have you being concerned with how you look. Sometimes I look like a fool because there was nothing that anybody could see based on what they could observe that I was winning. But I wasn't concerned with what they were doing. I was headed somewhere. And I don't expect you to see where I'm headed because it's my vision. And my vision does not leave, need validation. I don't need you to validate my vision. I don't need you to co-sign where I'm going. I don't need your permission to be great. I'm going to walk out on this thing and I'm going to do it. And when you look up, you're going to be able to look at it. And people are questioning, well, how did you do this? And, and what did it happen to this? And, 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 and working, you know, it's, it's all these questions about, you know, I didn't do what I did to prove anything to you. So if you're trying to sit out and find out and search and trying to figure out what I've done in order to validate how you feel about me, that's your problem. I'm not here. I didn't do not one thing I've done to prove myself to anybody. I'm out here competing with my best self to beat my best self. And that's the only thing I'm concerned about. Will I leave the best work possible on the table when I leave this world? Will I leave a legacy that speaks of me Long after I'm gone, because I came out, I saw, I conquered. I made my presence felt. I'm not concerned with what people, but I had to get out of my ego. I had to get over myself. That's what you got to do. You got to stop worrying about what people think. Let me tell you something. The very next time you start thinking about what people think, you put a value on what they think, and then you go pay your house note. You go pay your rent. You go pay your car note. You go buy clothes. You feed your children with what other people think, and that'll start giving you a sense of the value of someone else's opinion about your life. When I can't pay one bill with what you think about me, what you think about me does not matter. You're going to have to wake up. And you're going to have to get out there and you're going to have to take it another notch. Yeah, it's uncomfortable because it's a space that you haven't treaded much. It's taking you out of what is familiar. Whenever you get ready to do something new and you say, man, it just doesn't feel right. What you're saying is it doesn't feel familiar. So anytime you're not doing something familiar, that's going to be an awkward feeling because it's not a space that you currently or frequently occupy. So it's weird. It doesn't feel right. That's where you need to be. That's the space where stuff happens, where it doesn't feel right. You got to get used to it not feeling right. You got to learn how to make what doesn't feel right, but feel right so that you can finish what you started. But you're going to have to be OK with being uncomfortable. I could talk on and on and on about this, but at the end of the day, it's going to be up to you to step outside of your comfort zone. It's going to be up to you to aspire to something great. There's something out there in this life waiting on you. I don't care if you're 30, 40, 50, 60, or even 70. If you're still breathing, that's something greater for you. You don't leave this place. And if you're still in this place, that's still, still something that you haven't done yet. That's still something that this world is asking of you. There's still something left inside of your potential and your capacity that you haven't tapped into. Don't get into that idea. Well, I haven't done it yet. If you 
haven't done it by 40. If you man, Warren Buffett earned 99% of all of his wealth after his 50th birthday. Don't tell me about where you're at. Stop making excuses. I don't have it right now. I don't, you know, I was talking to a client, uh, a client yesterday. Matter of fact, they signed on yesterday. They hired me for one session. After that one session, they signed on. And we were sitting up and we were talking. And we were talking about how people will sit up and make excuses about what they don't have. And then you'll look up and they're spending it on something else. They are literally spending on, you know, I don't have it. I can't invest in myself, but I'm going to invest in a $2,000, $3,000, $4,000 bag. I'm going to invest in a car that I really don't have to have. I'm going to go on a trip, but I'm not going to invest in myself. And the most valued asset you have is yourself and in yourself, your mind. If you're not investing in growing your mind, if you're not investing in growing out your vision, if you're not expanding your self-image, if you're not putting in work to grow yourself in those areas, you are failing yourself. And you're failing anybody around you that's leaning into you because you're not presenting a model and an example of what's possible. You are skating through doing what you barely need to do to exist. And you are robbing God because you're not living up to your full potential. You're not living up to the level of your desire. Shame on you. You're going to have to get out there (coughs) and make it happen. I'm going to leave it on that. For those of you who may be in a space, and I understand everybody, let me tell you something. Everybody ain't built to be great. Every, and not that they can't be great, but not everybody's willing to make the sacrifice. See, like I said, there are times I have to tell my wife and my kids, I won't be around for a while. You know, I'll be home, but I won't. you won't have access to me the way you normally have because I'm, I'm about to excel. I'm about to transcend. I'm about to go to a new place and I've got to be completely in. Because here's the thing. If you look at any type of situation, let's look at sports. There's the one player who loves the game and wants to play the game at the highest level. And so they're committed. But they also have a wife, they have a kid and family is their highest priority. Well, here's another person over here. They don't have a family. They're single. They have the same commitment to the game and the love of the game, but they got more time. This person is at a disadvantage because they're going to give time to this, this, and this on top of the game. And this, this, and this comes first. This person, the game is first. This person will never be able to get this person if they're starting at the same space, same place, same level of physical talent, uh, same age. This person has way more time to hone their craft, hone their skills. They're spending four or five uh, different sessions a day. He's spending two sessions a day. He has a whole nother thing. He's the only way he can do it. He say, look, when my career is over, I'm going to make it up to you. I'll tell you a player who did that, Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant told his wife, look, I'm going to give you everything I got after this is over with, but I'm not going to have or short myself on that court. When it's basketball, it's basketball. And that takes a special person. That takes a person in your life that's also special and understands what you're doing and how they fit into it. It's about communication in that area. But what I can tell you is for those of you who are ready to go all out, for those of you who are seriously saying, you know what, I've been cheating myself. You know what? 
there's, I know there's way more to this than what I've done to this point. You know what? It's time to go after it. If you want to do it, I have a program called Savage and Six. It was designed for people who uh, may have wanted to work with me with my bronze package, which is 12 weeks, all the way up to my platinum package, which is 52 weeks, and said, wait a minute, that's a little much for me. Can't get all in on that, but I definitely need to get somewhere. This program is designed to ignite something. It's designed to build momentum. It's designed to create strategy and focus, and a lot can be done in that six-week period. If you're serious about it, the link is in the box make it happen. But it's got to be something you're committed to. I only want people who are committed. I only work with people who are committed. When my wife was talking about that today, I fire a client. I fire clients. Normally within the first session. Normally I, I don't even take them as client. Normally if I can discern that you're not in before we go, I won't take your money. But if I sit up and I find out within the first session that you, you know, I do. Why? Because I want to work with people who are seriously committed to win. This this isn't just about money. If it was just about money, I'd be taking everybody who off, offers me money, money. But then I wouldn't have a 99.78, 99.8 success rate. And nobody who has completed the course. I see a couple of you on here. Uh, uh, nobody who's completed the course has ever come back and said they weren't satisfied. So only those who quit or got fired are <laughs> saying that because it's simple. You apply yourself, you put in the work, you win. I don't care what you're going through. I don't care where you came from. I don't care how you started. I don't care if you didn't know your daddy. I didn't, I never met mine. Never. First time I saw the guy was in a casket. That's the reality of life. Let me tell you something. So when I talk about it, I know there are a bunch of things that I've been through. Never had a mother-son relationship with my mom. She was more like a sister to me. She had me when she was 15. Love her to death. But I have to tell you, that's something to get over. Being reared by your great-grandparents, that's so much of an age gap that so much is missed because there's a disconnect. I'm reared by my grandmother's parents. Still not an excuse. Take what I could out of it. Enjoyed it. Loved it. And, and, and grew from it. Then I went out and tried to be what I needed to be to my kids. Oh, made some mistakes, did all that, but learned from it and still growing, still parenting my 36-year-old, my 33-year-old, my 32, all of them still parent them. They can't stand me sometimes because I'm going to be honest with them, but I'm going to challenge them. I'm not going to sit up and let you skate on me. So I get times they don't want to hear from me and they ain't trying to find me. That's okay, but when you want me, dad's here. That's all a part of it. But look, you've got to make up in your mind. You have to make up in your mind what you want to do. I create winners. I create winners. I not only create winners, I help people heal. Because a bunch of the reasons why you can't get anywhere, you still got scars that are scabbed are open because you conceal them and haven't allowed them to heal. We deal with all of that. But anyway, look, I'm going to get ready to get out. As always, I'm going to live my life on four. When I leave this place, I'm going to die on E. And I'm going to leave a legacy that speaks of me long after I'm gone. My grandkids will know who they are because of the work I'm doing now. What about you? 
on that note, I'm out of here. You guys have an unbelievable day. Thank you.